0: The smell of September is well and truly in the air, and whilst it is one like we have never experienced before, the NBA playoffs are well and truly happening, and the AFL finals are not too far away, so it's not all bad. Joining me to talk about these things and many, many more, welcome Forty, how are you? I'm good,
1: thanks, horse. It's uh, been a while, so much has happened, as always, but
0: uh, here we are again. Indeed. And, of course, it wouldn't be a common man podcast if we didn't have Victoria's number one West Coast Eagles fan. Welcome, Good
2: G'day, Horse. Forty, it's a pleasure to be back, ready to go for another episode. Don't stress,
0: listeners, Friendy is not having a stroke. We just had internet issues for a second.
2: Uh, well,
1: Horse, uh, I was talking to one of our loyal listeners earlier today, and uh, let's just say he was a little disappointed in you. He was oh. on his Instagram yesterday, and... Uh, because it's been a while since we've uh, done a pod, he uh, up popped a notification from, from you that said uh, you had it posted for a while. And he was like, you beauty, another TCM podcast drop. However, instead, all he saw was your kids' faces covered <laughs> in chocolate icing. Brilliant. <laughs>
2: yep.
1: and he was uh, quite, uh, he, he felt quite let down, horse. And, Look, uh, I'm, I'm, just- I'm
0: going to guess it's Josh.
1: It was Josh O.
0: <laughs> and sorry, the shout mate. Out to the big fella. But we were we were making donuts and cinnamon scrolls yesterday. So priorities. Uh, yep. the priorities of a four-year-old. Obviously, have to take the uh the priorities over the priorities <laughs> of myself. So yes. it's all good. Well, it's all good, Joshy. We're back, we're recording. Yeah, he just he
1: just felt like you were leading him down a false sense of security a of, uh, being a new podcast,
0: Exactly. But uh, we're here now. We are. You know, the magpies are swooping, hay fever sufferers are sneezing, and spring has truly sprung. So uh, hey, let's get into it. Okay. Welcome to another round of this month in sport. Well, and truly has been a month this time. So there is so much to talk about. We're going to start with some AFL and we are but two weeks away from the first AFL final series as we record. And it will be the first AFL final series that doesn't feature a single game in Melbourne. We know the grand final will be at the Gabba starting at 7.30 PM on October 24th. Boys, Are we excited about the first night grand final? And most importantly, who do you want to see as the entertainment now that our favorite powder finger has said no? I'll start with you, Friendy.
2: I am up and about. Oh, is if if there was any season to try something new, this has now become that season. If you're a traditionalist, you can throw that away because we've dropped from 20 minutes to 16 minutes. That rule's already out of of the gates, but... (laughs) The night grand final, I'm excited about. This is, this is going to revolutionize AFL. I think it is here to stay. Look, it's not going to be at the MCG, but it's going to be at the Gabba. It's going to be, look, I'm trying to be excited about it, but I wish it was in Perth. However, <laughs> I think a night grand final is, it's going to be a spectacle. And Powderfinger, they should have stepped up because that was, this was their chance to shine.
0: <laughs> wow. Wow. We do yeah. so, there it's pretty uh unequivocal. Friendy is uh, a yes, he's loving it. 40. Do you agree with that sentiment, or are you more of a traditionalist? Well, I, I'm
1: probably a little bit similar to your horse. I am a traditionalist, I do like my day grand final when it comes yes. to the AFL. Uh, but uh, big call, Friendy, revolutionary, <laughs> uh, here to stay. Gather MCG, night. Uh, I'm not sure, but I, I do know this. I, I have done a 180 on the grand final moving away from the G. It's taken me some time, but um, Queensland do deserve to host the AFL grand final. They've not only saved football this year, but potentially the future fate of the industry uh, in terms of the way it was going. And so uh, it's a lease that can be done for the state of Queensland, but I would prefer a day game horse because a little bit more time in the evening to celebrate, to to savor that
0: win for sure. Exactly. And my other concern is like, for me, grand final day is that sacred day. It's all planned out. You get up in the morning, you turn on the grand final breakfast. You don't really take it in, but there's (laughs) always something happening from footy right from the start of the day. If you were younger, you would stay up all night watching the, uh, The football on grand final eve on Channel Seven, and it it would just roll into this whole day, barbecue lunch, like the breakfast, yeah, breakfast, exactly. What am I going to do now? Watching
1: highlight grand finals from six am.
2: So, question six am from one am. Question for you you fellas: Is it going to be, and horse, you probably know this. Is it going to be night night time, or is it going to be twilight? Like, what time's the grand final starting? It's starting at seven thirty.
0: So it is not the actual game is starting at seven thirty, a nice dewy evening, a nice humid, dewy evening in Queensland, which is only going to go in favour of the Tigers if they make it to the last game in October. (laughs) True. Because it doesn't matter if you're marking the ball or using it cleanly, the Tigers just need to pummel it and keep slapping it and kicking it on the ground and chaos. That's how they chaos. Can
2: someone just just knock them off? I just We don't want them winning this year again, do we? We don't want a threepeat.
1: <laughs> but uh, horse, I've got a suggestion too for some entertainment. Yes. Uh, unfortunately, I agree. Uh, disappointing that Powderfinger didn't step up. But how about bring back a band for redemption? A year that is unprecedented in so many ways. What about Meatloaf?
0: I, th- I was going to say a person, <laughs> and we're talking, aren't we? We're talking Meatloaf. Let's bring him back. Get let's, him in now. Quarantine uh, let's see him.
1: Come and. Yeah, it's been nine years, and uh, it's time for redemption. Maybe he can uh, redeem himself on that big day instead. Se- not September, 40. October. <laughs> it's,
2: it's not going to happen. But one thing I will tell you guys that is exciting is Tim McCallum is singing at the AFL Grand Final. Yes, if you guys he is. playing at home. He yep. uh, used to sing at the Geelong Supercats quite often, and. Has a set of lungs on him. I'm looking he, forward to he that. He does indeed. And for for
0: those of you playing at home, he also went to my high school, Belmont High, where he played the role of Schroeder in Snoopy the Musical. And I was a nerd playing in the orchestra. And I remember... Not Dennis Schroeder, Dennis, Dennis
1: Schroeder from Oklahoma? No, Dennis Schroeder from OKC? What, no, yeah, different
0: Schroeder? Different Schroeder. I would like to see Meatloaf. Back in the day when Meatloaf played, I was at the ground 40. You were at the ground 40. Yes. 2011 grand final. We didn't realise it was that bad, did we? Like, <laughs> we we're, uh, were a bit
1: distracted by other things. The crowd. We really yeah. weren't paying much attention. We ahead, guys, the was, speakers was, in the ground
0: weren't that great, so we didn't no. realise until I heard it the day after how
2: yeah.
0: horrendous, how atrocious. It was. Guys, I've
2: I've got an idea for grand final entertainment. All right. Yep. Now apparently this bloke's gonna ruin Bondi. However, okay. Zac Efron can bring back a little bit of High School Musical. Get the kids oh. involved. I'm telling you, Zac Efron for for the entertainment of the grand final. What are your thoughts? Yeah,
1: well, could could be quite costly.
2: No, he's already here. He lives in Bondi, oh, so perfect. Mate, I know he, that's what I'm saying.
0: Exactly. We'll throw the coin at him. The kids can uh, watch the pregame entertainment and then go to bed because it's um, past <laughs> their bedtime. So that's right. And Tony Cochran has come out and said that they're, they're expecting uh, 6 million people to watch the grand final. Last year, there was 2.2 2 million people watching the grand final. So they're expecting almost three times the crowd. Uh, Friendly, do you reckon that's on the mark or do you think he might be reaching a little bit too far with that one?
2: Look, in, I think in these unprecedented times, horse, <laughs> I think we can throw out unprecedented figures oh, and just hope not? that it works. Why not? <laughs>
0: Gonna, I think I'm going to have to start beeping every time we use the, the term unprecedented. No, don't do that <laughs> oh, look, beeping noise again, I, I no. horse. Think, I think, what else, do what else? Okay, 40, instead of the beep, I'll use this subtle one instead. Well,
2: then, here, here's one for you guys. If it does reach the six million, um, maybe because there's nothing else to watch, whatever. But if it does, then you can't not do night grand finals because if it's going to bring the viewers in, as if you're going to change it back to daytime. Well, that's well there'll be
1: less people in the... Uh, actually at the ground. So maybe that'll boost up the viewers.
0: uh, There's another (laughs) 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 100,000. Don't recall them squeezing 4 million into the Jeep. That's right. (laughs) Well, look. Yeah. Anyway, Not with 1.5
2: distancing anyway. There might have been
1: a bit of scalping going on back in the day horse and uh look well sure all uh, that were actually in the ground than what was potentially recorded
2: God, guys a little bit of a left people left on, nick on nick ford's ticket hey a little, like, little like, bit of a left field question for you though and my mind's going crazy but imagine if you've been waiting 20 years for your uh, mcg membership and this was the year you got it <laughs> yeah yep
0: Well, we'll leave the AFL there for the time being. Next time round, we'll talk a bit more about the actual finals and the teams that have made the finals. But I think it's time that we turn our line of thought towards the cricket. Uh, so whilst the Aussies are over in England, England, playing in some pointless ODIs in 2020 matches, Cricket Australia finds itself embroiled in a contract dispute with Channel 7. If Channel 7 are successful in terminating their contract with Cricket Australia, We find ourselves on the verge of the Australian summer with no free-to-air station broadcasting the cricket. Now, first of all, I know, Forty, you thought the cricketers might have to offer their services to other TV shows to maybe sweeten the deal with Channel 7. What do you envisage? What shows would you like to see our nation's greatest cricketers appearing in? Well, horse...
1: uh... I feel like here at TCM, we're all about bringing solutions to the table, aren't we boys? And uh, we don't want to just be identifying the problems. And no. so in light of the recent contract disputes, now this would never have happened in channel, with Channel 9 uh, with uh, the big fella. Right. And so <laughs> our cricketers obviously are going to have a bit more time on their hands. Now, I was thinking, coming up with some sort of product that is appealing to watch, I'd be suggesting for a start just to put my toe in the water. Now we're going to have a lot of Australian cricketers uh, available. We have a television broadcaster with broadcast time. We've got a cast, we've got a venue to show whatever the show is going to be. So what about a soap opera? We know cricketers are very talented. They've got lots of skills, other skills. Why not have a competition with players living together? Big brother style for a start. There's one show. You'll have them cooking some sort of competition. Get a judge in. Someone who knows what they're talking about. Someone like Manu, of course, uh, who's contracted to 7 already, uh, as is Matt and Gary. They would be <laughs> fantastic additions, don't you think, Friendy? I know you uh, love the uh, Manu.
2: Well, well, Ford, you would be happy to know that Channel 7 has picked up The Voice So uh, for next season. Have. So maybe, maybe some, some cricketers on the, the Voice. Th-
1: I think uh, Gary Lyon uh, certainly would uh, be a contestant. Michael
2: of the, Bevan uh, featured on uh, The Masked Singer. Uh, so there's some talent.
0: And Michael um, Bevan, Brett,
1: Brett Lee in. has done it. Yes, yep. yes. Yes. Um, I was thinking also maybe a spin off program like, uh, say, off. Bachelor, like Cricketer Wants a Wife. Hey, that's family viewing. People would love
2: it. Would we get uh, Shane Warne to host that one?
1: Uh, potential well, Shane Warren. <laughs> I mean, maybe he will I be met s- as a host for Love Island. Yeah, you know, I could see him more, more, of totally. okay. yeah. more of a Sophie Monk you know, type deal. Young, yeah, younger yeah. cricketers.
0: Yeah, I feel like if we had a cricketer, a cricketer wants a wife type scenario, you would need to, you want to bridge the gap by having like a similar host from a farmer wants a wife, you know, for the appeal. To, uh, to broaden that appeal because some people will watch that show regardless of who wants a wife. It could be butcher wants a wife. Mm. Yep. You know, it could be, uh, I don't know. Exactly. Garbo well, they, wants a wife. It's just someone who wants a wife. It.
1: Now you want people to have a wife.
0: <laughs> exactly. You'd be drawing in the sports lovers from the other end that normally don't watch <laughs> yeah, these really. things. So you just viewing. indeed. I, indeed. Yep. I think that's a great idea. So, so it's marketing
1: the families, and then you've got Love Island, a bit more of the younger guy. younger, a bit raunchier. Viewers, um, raunchier, a bit racier. Shane Warne would certainly be in his element. He would, um, in his I, budgie smugglers. I love Shane Warne, in his, in his budgie smugglers with the TCM logo on the front, of <laughs> course. But, you know, can you imagine this? You know, hello, how are you? My name's Sharon. What do you do? G'day. I'm a cricketer. Uh, that's that's great. What do you do? Well, I'm not much, actually. Uh, then they could cut away. And how about we go for a swim? And then you can see the cameras cutting away with... Uh, Paddy Cummins just walking out into the water with with, oh. the, with the young lady.
0: Apologies to Pat Cummins' fiance Becky Boston. We weren't implying that this was this was something he suggested he'd be into at all. Oh, Patrick, and, uh, they're
1: going for a bit of a swim. You know that's that's quality viewing. Quality.
2: Well, well forward <laughs> I've, I've got another one for you, Forty. How about we uh, we do a show where it's we get um, some controversial things that have happened in cricket. And we put them in the same room, and they have a chat. Like I'm talking, oh, like I'm talking, the Ray
0: Martin style show. Yeah, from yeah, a few yeah years but I'm ago. talking like
2: Andrew Simons and uh, Harbaj Singh Clark and Michael Clark. They could be one. Andrew Simons, John Singh could be another. You could have Dwayne Dwayne Bravo and Shane Warren from BBL One. They went oh, at it. Yes, you could. Yeah. You could have some controversies in a room, and they could, you know, either say their sides of the stories, maybe say sorry. I don't know what it is, but you could. You could uh, have a show like that. That, that just, would uh, just I'd, I'd airing
1: that.
0: it out, airing Shane, out the uh,
1: the dust. You Warren, know,
0: get clear in the air. Shane Warren and the cameraman from Channel Nine. I think. Yeah, I think you. I think Shane would be there every second week. Who was the guy <laughs> that said? He, who was Shane
1: Warren referring to? He said, "Can't back, can't poll can't field." Who was? Who was? Uh, that,
0: that's that a one. that's a fact check. We'll do that later. Didn't actually need a fact check. I just remembered his name after we finished recording. It was Scott Muller. And the cameraman, he was Joe, Joe the cameraman. And the quote, can't bowl, can't throw. Yeah, you, you, well, maybe could Shane Walker. I, I think he was a Queenslander and he only played like one test. Exactly. That's exactly why.
2: You could have Chris <laughs> but, Gale and Don't Blush Baby, maybe. Yeah. Imagine Steve
1: <laughs> Smith reading the news, you know, hello, every, everyone, everyone, things are not going so good in Pakistan. People would love it. Then he could cut away, hey, Patty Cummins, tell us what's going on in the weather. and off he goes again. I think uh, everybody wants to see these people on the uh, exactly,
0: and then the Paddy Cummins would be like, "It's pretty dark outside." Flick. Oh no, the lights are on. AGL, switch your energy company today. <laughs> oh, fantastic,
2: little, fantastic, little fantastic segue, little horse.
0: Plug. I love your work, and that's uh, that's how we're going to see the
1: cricketers go <laughs> oh, back on surely, the field this summer.
2: Surely the front bar is going to stay around for the cricket. They did a couple of specials. Oh. They Over did. last summer, I think they're I think they're here to stay for cricket. Fab, could
1: stay for anything. They're unbelievable. Best. So best what does this TV. what does this
2: mean for for cricket free to air? Does this mean we might not have it on TV? Is this free to air TV? That's
0: correct, Frendy. So my question for you is, yep, if Channel Seven do terminate and uh, I think three hundred twenty three million dollars are at stake here for Cricket Australia. Mm-hmm. What should Cricket Australia do? How do they get their cricket there and accessible for others who uh, don't have KO or Foxtel, for example? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and want to make it available to the greater good, the greater public?
2: Well, uh, look, at, I still think cricket belongs at nine. I guess that's yes. the traditionalist in me. However, uh, yeah. the greatest series uh, of uh, all... Whoa, 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 whoa.
1: All... Friendly. A traditionalist says a traditionalist no, that's right. he picks the traditionalist no, no, no. that's, that's right. I choose
2: my sports. I choose my sports. However, I will say this, the greatest the greatest series I've ever seen was actually on SBS, the 05 Ashes, which we actually lost, yes, but it was a true. fantastic series. Oh. So maybe maybe let's go back to SBS and get Kerry O'Keefe back on there, just yes. cackling <laughs> away. <Hey>. <laughs> <laughs> Kerry's here, he's in the studio. It's his name. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I, th- I think I think a deal a, a deal deal <laughs> surely going to get made between seven surely. I
1: mean, it's not Cricket Australia's fault, like you know, like I don't know. Yeah, obviously, there's uh, it's all about money at the end of the day, um, and we want to see the best players on TV. But like, yeah, I, I think surely for for the game in these times, we want to keep things um, still. Obviously, you know, everyone wants, loves cricket. Everyone loves sport. They want to see it. Um, so let's come to some agreement, guys. Come on.
0: Yeah. Obviously, uh, Channel 7 do have to shed a little money now that they've picked up the voice um, to be able to pay Delta <laughs> yeah. and Guy.
2: Um, oh, and Kelly. And- no, she's yeah, not coming. Absolutely. No, they've been flicked, mate. They've They're not with the Australian oh. squad, mate. You should know this. Okay. But anyway, back all, to yeah. the cricket. All Australian. Patty,
0: Patty Cummins. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Paddy Cummins. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maybe they've got to put some cricketers as the, as the voice host To make up for I, I couldn't I agree with I, you more
0: <laughs> I don't know if you had a good voice Really for singing wise But the way that you I heard your uh, I heard your steps as you came out onto the stage And that was a really good stride It was clean um, yeah. <laughs> And you're walking off with that same pace as well I think you'd make a great yeah.
1: Had a great <laughs> swagger <laughs> But I'll tell you what Just on a just sort of side
0: note I tell Michael Bevan he can sing. Actually, I heard Dave Hughes and Ed Cavalier, their uh, radio Your show. Yeah, he, my, mate, right? H- my mate, my mate Hughesy. He said he said on the show that he thought it was Shannon Knoll, and then said actually he's got a better voice than Shannon Knoll. <laughs> yes, I heard
1: that too. That was gold.
0: <laughs> and then on the radio, they went and got Shannon Knoll on the on the show with him, Ed stitched him up and played the the clip and said what do you got to say with that we've got Shannon on the line oh that's gold that's great Uh, that was good I think we'll leave cricket there for now maybe we will see it broadcast in the future watch this space speaking of watch this space we looked at this space last time we chatted and that was the NBL and in particular the new Tassie team have you got an update for us friendy
2: Oh, absolutely I do. So since we've last chatted, uh, the NBL got people to vote in what they wanted and and I threw out the Timberwolves, which you guys just laughed at me, which is fair (laughs) enough. It didn't make it it to the final five. But here's the final five that uh, they're kind of looking at going with. They've got the Tasmanian Tridents, the Tasmania Timbers, the Tasmania Pride, the Tasmania Jack Jumpers, the Tasmania Mountaineers. Now out of those five, the Tasmania Timbers has just been cut off. So we're down to the last four, which is the Tridents, the Pride, the Jack Jumpers, or the Mountaineers. Fellas, over to you. Jack <laughs> Jumpers? What the <are laughs> Jack Jumpers? You know Seriously. what a Jack Jumper is?
1: Yeah, but like, come on.
0: That's. <laughs> Do you, you imagine I don't that? Know As what a, jack ju- what's a Jack Jumper? <laughs> I don't know. I was,
1: pret- I was pretending <laughs> on you. <laughs>
0: a jack jumper is a native Australian venomous ant. We all know that.
1: But lie down, Jack. <laughs> oh lie down, That's, Jack. Like, I'll come on the, over you. Exactly. Come on, the jack jumpers.
2: Oh, oh look, I, I feel like I'm I'm leaning towards Mountaineers, but I reckon they're going to go with Pride. I don't know. Oh, I've got no idea.
0: Well, there you go. <laughs> come on.
2: Or, or they're going to go with the Tridents. Maybe Tridents is the one they go. I don't know. Jack the jumpers, tr- surely the not. The
1: Tridents. What? Yeah, what I thought think- is... Uh, King Neptune in the, uh, the waters of Tasmania. Tasmania or something like that.
2: I feel like Timbers was the best one out of them and they've already cut Absolutely. it off. So Excuse
1: the look, pun. They've already, they a they've already logged it. <laughs> they've could have some green, you know, trees on their uniform and, you know, had a bit of a jungle out in the, out in the
0: stadium. Why not? Well, uh, obviously right. they, are, they are thinking ahead and they're thinking of the person standing on the sidelines dressed up as a tree. <laughs> versus your mascot dressed up <laughs> as King Neptune with a trident. And I feel like you know, I can see a trident could get like I would, people going. I would rather a trident. Yeah, yeah. I mean, as opposed to, I'm a tree.
2: But, however, however, for all those people that play trees in plays at high school, this is your time to get some actual limelight. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> It was,
0: and it's gone.
2: It's already gone. I know, I know. Can,
1: can you imagine, obviously, the BBL teams, the Hurricanes, which... Has nothing to do with Tasmania. Obviously, something they've obviously got the same committee that's deciding the name for the NBL team, too. Um,
0: well, at least, at least it rhymes, or, or you know, it's like there's the lit- alliteration there with the Hobart Hurricanes, the HH, yeah, Tassie Jack Jumpers, Tassie so Mount- maybe you're- Mountaineers,
2: horse. Exactly. With that theory, horse, then it's going to be the Tasmania Tridents. So, it we're is. going to see. I think, yeah,
0: absolutely, I actually think that's probably the pick
2: of the bunch. Uh, anyway this does not I need st- any more airway fellas
0: <laughs> i still i still like the two heads the tassie two heads yes with two. you and that would have been oh, a great mascot oh how good absolutely lines, two heads one yep. looking one way shouting the other yep. side of the crowd like you could get the full court experience happening oh yeah. would it be a mascot absolutely. or would it
2: just be the crowd
1: well
0: it's
2: the mascot
1: is
0: is reflecting the
1: crowd uh, obviously (laughs) it's
2: all in the family
0: okay so look we've ticked off the afl we've ticked off cricket we've ticked off nbl let's leave these shores and head to all things nba with our nba aficionado captain ford on uh, the jet plane nba take it away 40 well, we're here in Orlando uh, at the bubble, <laughs> and um, we uh, I just thought we'd get our
1: reactions, guys. Like, we talked last time a bit about some of the NBA award predictions, and I think we all actually had one in each category. Um, looking at the most improved, uh, my pick was Brandon Ingram, and uh, I got that one. I yep. thought, uh, what did you think about it? Uh, there was a few honorable mentions that I didn't think we uh, said last time. You know, I was thinking some guys like Fred Van Bleet, I thought, had a very big season, improved season. Devontae Graham from Charlotte Hornets. Jalen Brown. Trey Young. Um, Demantis Sabonis. Like, what, what did you guys think of, you know, obviously, that? you got defensive player Giannis, coach of the year Nick Nurse, six man of the year uh, Montrezl Harrell. Um, what were your reactions uh, to those awards? Um, oh, 40, at,
2: 40. You go on about this bloke all the time. All the time. And I'm surprised you haven't mentioned him. But Marcus I think this is a Mark. good... Marcus Smart I am a true believer in Marcus Smart 40, oh, he's you, how, pumped, how pumped are you I, After I what's am, just come out I'm on cloud
1: nine I'll tell you what I'm so proud of the Boston Celtics right now it was just unbel- I was so stressed I nearly had a heart attack My heart rate was probably sitting around 9900 beats Watching that game It was uh, uh, Yes, yeah, very tense uh, series But I'm very, very excited And uh, excited to take on Miami It's going to be another Fantastic series, but uh, Marcus Smart, uh, can we just talk about him? Obviously, Defensive Player of the Year was Giannis. Um, I thought after the display Marcus Smart showed in that series, proved as to why he is first team All-Defense for a reason. And uh, in my opinion, I said this last time, should have been in top three nominations. I would have put him above Rudy Gobert. That block he did at the end, LeBron-esque, Obviously wasn't the finals, but very significant as much. what uh, did you guys Storm think?
0: And Norman Norman 100 percent Norman Powell mate, you were owned you were absolutely owned by Marcus Smart on that play, and that wasn't one where you just stood and slowly jacked up a three like it took timing it took perfection oh,
1: it was it was centimeter centimeter perfect uh, horse. thanks Dan indeed. <laughs> but uh, I, I just thought one mentioned too, uh friendly, you would have probably agree with me here, but first team all defense, biggest snub drew holiday. Can't believe he was not even in the second team. Um, again, often when people go, Oh, biggest snub. I think I always say, well, who are you going to take out? Because often you go, Oh, he should be in, but then they're not willing to say he, that person shouldn't be in that team. And so for me, I would have pr- replaced Eric Bledsoe, with Drew Holiday. What are well, your thoughts?
2: I feel like um, with uh, Drew Holiday, how, like how many games did he miss? I'd have to go back and check that because
0: he missed 11 games this season.
2: 11. He misses so many games sometimes that that's maybe the why, why he does get left out. But he, he is a gun of a player. He's probably one of the most underrated players in the league.
1: Now, boys, um, right, just moving on, uh, some other news that came out too is uh, one, a massive... Uh, Coop by Brooklyn Nets uh, in uh, the coaching gig hiring Steve Nash. Now, um, there's been some talk that this would have to be the biggest stealth move, biggest stealth hire since Danny Ainge hired Brad Stevens. What are your guys' reactions?
2: you've Um, You've got to put the pieces together. Like uh, Steve Nash has been working with Kevin Durant for a little while now. So it's been in the works for a few years. Um, It's probably been hidden. um, But I guess, I guess people kind of already assumed it was going to be um, Ty Lue. So uh, yeah, it did come out a little bit left field, but I think it's been in the works for a little while. I would
0: say it's probably the most stealth move since uh, the Sydney Kings got Andrew Gaze. (laughs)
1: <laughs> I thought you were
0: going to say Andrew Bogut. <laughs> well, then Bogut came after, but that too. But no one Did... saw that one coming.
1: Yeah, Leonard Copeland as his assistant. Yep.
0: Yep. Just throwing alley oops to <laughs> the coaches. Mark Bradkey was the water boy. <laughs> and then you had Ben Simmons' dad, Dave. Uh, Indeed. At the, the back and uh, Dave Colbert as well. They had them all. The reunion.
1: Yep. Yes, absolutely. I'm excited. But,
0: um, I'm excited about Steve Nash. And I think uh, I'm all oh uh, throwing a rookie. It's a rookie with MVP pedigree who clearly has a basketball IQ. You know, it's not, and he's not the favorite son. It's not like a scenario where we're just hiring someone who is a champion for our club and now he'll be a champion coach.
1: Absolutely. I think the, the decision to who would coach Brooklyn Nets was probably one of the probably the toughest choices out of everyone because of Kyrie and KD because of their temperaments. And so they really need to find the right temperament to come alongside them. I think Steve Nash is, uh, is great. I think it's going to be fantastic. And he has been someone that they've been approaching um, to do coaching for quite some time, but wanted has actually stayed away for it because he wanted his kids to get a bit older and grow up and have time with them rather than, um, the rigors of a NBA coaching gig.
2: What was funny though is that uh, one of the I can't remember who it was, but came out and said, "Who would have thought a soccer commentator, because that's what he's doing at the moment, gets an M- gets a four year NBA contract with the Brooklyn Nets." I know,
1: <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> Moving on. So our next item uh, on the agenda is uh, just talking about uh, some uh, some of the potential champions. Uh, Teams that are left. We've got uh, Lakers as we're recording, but Lakers through to the Western Conference uh, finals. Still to be decided between the Clippers and the Nuggets, but uh, my pick is the Clippers should uh, get through. But hopefully, I don't eat my words. And now we're in the East Conference, we've got Miami and Boston. Boys, how are we thinking? Who are the pick to come out of the East and West? Who's going to win it? What are your predictions?
0: Well, take me back to the 1980s where I had a game on my computer and it was called Lakers versus Celtics because I think that's where we're headed. And sorry, Forty, but I think the Lakers are just going to have the LeBron factor to get another championship away. But once you make it to the finals, anything can happen. Anything can happen as as we've seen already. That's just what I'm putting out there at the moment. Freddie, you and, might take uh, to differ. It's yeah, valid. look,
2: I think uh, we're currently in our 10 episodes. So, well done, guys, for making it to 10 episodes. It's a oh, big achievement. Oh, um, congratulations. But uh, if we go back to episode five or six, I think I remember saying uh, that Celtics would come out of the East and 40 was shocked. Um, I was excited very shocked. And <laughs> I,
1: <laughs> and I shocked I agree. that you would say that,
2: Freddie. No, that's right, that's right. <laughs> as, as, as much as I would love to – I love the way the Heat are playing at the moment. So, I would love to see them um, – I just love Jimmy Butler. Jimmy G Buckets, the G stands for gets. Um, but I'd love to see him come out of the East and, and just, you know, cause some havoc. Um, but I do mm. think it will be a Celtics-Lakers again for the, what, 45th time? Oh, who knows how many times it's been now. But yeah, that's where I now, think it's Horse,
1: uh, Jimmy Buckets, she uh, used to play for Chicago. So you've, you've got a bit of a, a tie to him. Uh, I do. You still... Uh, for him is he a bit of a diva or uh, are you sort of hey love
0: Jimmy I want to see him succeed I'm on the I'm still on the Jimmy G bandwagon we haven't had anyone get out the sriracha like Jimmy used (laughs) to for years now when he'd get hot and I'm hoping Jimmy can really
1: settle in Miami Uh, like he's obviously Mm. been in a few different teams uh, of late but I think uh, this is a place that Hopefully he feels settled and, and if Miami can get maybe another piece, um, who, who whatever that may be, I think uh, certainly they've got a great coach, great young players and uh, someone like Jimmy as the alpha dog uh, will be a good fit. But I think it's going to be interesting between uh, Miami and Boston. It's going to be a very different type of series than we saw between Boston and Toronto with uh, Miami's... Uh, particularly their wing defenders in Crowder and, and Iggy. I think that'll be interesting, the battle between Tatum and Brown and those guys. Um, I think Kemba certainly will have it much easier against Miami than he did against Toronto. So if Boston are going to succeed, we need to see Kemba go off. And uh, I think uh, Miami probably be a little more focused on uh, offense rather than uh, defending uh, Kemba being the, I think, 11th rated Defense, they were this season compared to Boston uh, in the f- top five. So, I think that's going to be an interesting uh, dynamic uh, between the series and seeing Marcus Smart on Jimmy. That's going to be a battle we all have been looking to. I, I think to. it's
2: time. I think it's time to unleash Taco Fall. Well, they did for half a second, and it worked really
1: well. That
0: that was really good. But
1: I mean. Yeah, that was unfortunate. Who would have thought uh, Kyle Larry could go three meters behind, back? Uh, you know, if it was we had crowds, that certainly wouldn't have been the case. But uh, it happened, and uh, Taco got his half a second of fame. But, Taco, uh, I love didn't that. Didn't go bloke. his way. So, but uh, I'm, I'm excited. I think it's going to be interesting. Gordon Hayward is certainly going to be an X factor um, for this series, seeing how quickly he can recover from his injury and um, see if he can actually make an impact in this series. So that'll be certainly something to take note on uh, as well. Indeed. So, uh, boys, I think that's all we have for NBA. It's exciting. There's lots of stuff
0: happening. And with that, we also will wrap up this month in sport. What a month it's been. What a month to come. Can't wait to chat more about it with you next time. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for combat cross code cross code come and now we move into the much anticipated segment of the episode. And before I hand it over to Friendy, why don't we refresh ourselves with the rules? In Cross Code Combat, each speaker is given a sporting star with a challenge to argue why their athlete would be better at their opposing star sport than the opposing star would be at their given sport. It's clear as mud, really.
2: Well, here we go. First time in the uh, umpire's chair, cross code Combat. I'm very excited to be here, and uh, even though I'm disappointed that I, I didn't win last time, that's okay. Uh, but I'm here uh, with two excited contestants. Uh, so excited. And Matt, and Matt sure. Halstead and Nick Ford, and, and today they're going to be uh, trying their best to fight for their person, and uh, without further ado. I want to let you guys know that Nick Ford will be fighting for the one and only Cadell Evans. Forty you pump for Cadell.
1: Oh, Cadell, my man, the Geelong local. Oh. So I'm excited to uh, put the case forward.
2: But uh, also get excited for Maddie Horstead, who <laughs> is we're throwing him in the ring. And uh, we're not talking about the NBA Danny Green, but we're talking about Danny Green, the fighter, horse. Are you excited about representing Danny today?
0: Look, the green machine, I'll do my best for you. That's all I can put out there. I'm excited. I'm excited to take on 40. I can see. Oh, it's, it's, it's
1: the first, isn't it, Horst? Yeah. It, it is the it, it, first.
0: It's actually quite
1: nice to see Freddy in the judge's seat. It is really is. Perspective. I've been put in He has in place. Place. Like that perspective. Yeah.
2: Now, however, fellas, <laughs> what I did notice, and because I'm in the umpire's chair today, I get to make a few little sneaky rules myself. Oh, okay. um, Now, last time, horse. This hasn't come little... to the
1: rules committee, has it? No, no it doesn't.
2: Doesn't matter because <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it will. Um, but, uh, you know, horse obviously had that moment where he went well over time, and we, we that fixed was a that. few.
0: That was a while um, ago. Okay.
2: Yeah, it was oh, one. And, and then we, last we time, made
0: changes. We move on.
2: Last time, Ford, he got a little bit flustered because Horse gave him a bit of a, a ten-second countdown. He got out oh, all muddled on, with mate. the ending, and I don't know how he did. But anyway, we move on. Thanks to I okay. uh, old you, Rexy, it was a great Rexy. argument.
0: It was, it was yeah. a winner. I can, I I can win imagine win him up. touching himself as he runs down the wing. Absolutely. Now we. That's all we can imagine Billy Slater doing.
2: Now this time. Now this time, I'm not giving you guys any warning. As soon as the sixty seconds is up, I'm cutting you off. Like okay. it's done. It's
1: wow. Whoa, are you gonna mutate us?
2: Or... No, I'm just jumping in. I'm I'm just right. going, you're done. That's like, savage. That's that, that is, is I'm that telling is you, there's no, there's no messing around. I've, I've listened to our viewers, at, our listeners. I've heard <laughs> you've, their feedback. You've, you've,
1: you've heard Jen, your wife's feedback on this, your one <laughs> no, listener.
2: No, no. I, did I she listened that my,
0: far into an episode?
2: I, I sat down with my mate, mate, little Nate, Ashley, who is uh, oh, no, a long-time you listener. Didn't. Here we he go. Not <laughs> <laughs> Turn it you up. You did not. <laughs> All right, so uh, with that being said, we're also... Um, you're going rogue. Also, I've, I've changed <laughs> another rule too. What? Normally we, we, oh, we are. Is, 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 is. <laughs> no, 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 no. This is, this is just to decide who's going first. Oh, so right. I've, got, I've got a, I've got a, I'm about to, <laughs> I'm writing down a number right now. Okay. Oh, this is, wh- this whoever's, whoever's, cl- whoever's closest to it is going first. So just 40, toss number. a coin. Number between horse, one. No, no, no. This, this, is, is, a farce. this is This, this is, is ridiculous. <laughs> On hey, horse, now. Can you
1: kick friendly from
2: this call? <laughs> <laughs> I now 40, that power. 40. Number between one and ten, mate. Pick a number between one and ten. I'm going. Just keep, it to yourself, <laughs> keep it to yourself. Forty. <laughs> number
1: seven. Keep it to yourself. Number
2: seven. And and horse. What are you going with, mate? Number eight. Number eight. Well, as Kemba. you guys can see here, it was number. F- it's number five. Oh, so of course. It says Forty. Your number. Says 40, World War II. You were close. You were close. You were.
0: World War II, big five. So, so 40, actually as, I had number as, two. You,
2: as you were closest for, you will be kicking us off tonight. So, uh, I, will, okay. I, will, I will give you a little, uh, moment to gather your thoughts. And as and, and, yep. uh, soon as I click start, I will cut you off at 60. Okay.
1: Okay. Let me know when to go. You're going to give me a countdown or what?
2: All right. I'll, no, uh, I'll he's not, not little, even going to do
0: that. I'll just wait
2: I'll give you Okay Okay uh, 40 AK okay, Kadel Evans Your time Starts Now
1: Well Cadell Evans Is the man A Geelong local As we all know A common man From humble beginnings Being raised In a remote Aboriginal community Called Barunga At the age of seven He threw his hat In the ring so to speak, for a go at boxing with a horse and came off second best by being hit in the head and spent the next seven days in an induced coma. But he learned from that and bounced back to become a world-class athlete in his field of bike riding. Now you might say, what has that got to do with boxing? Well, with that same sheer determination and guts of riding in the Tour de France and Olympics, he would battle well in the boxing ring. His arms might be short, but he has strong legs and a heart of gold and a head that has been put through the ringer. That could take any punch you've got, Danny, including from a horse. With his strong legs, he'll fly around the ring quick and then you can say, fly like a butterfly, sting like a bee, and wear out his opponent to land the winning blow, which is why I think Cadell is my pick over Danny Green.
2: Boom! 58.21 seconds. That's how you do it. That is a good start. That That was solid. That is a good start. There was no mention of the bum chin, which I was a bit disappointed (laughs) about. That's okay. uh, Well, now we know that. It's a horse. It's
0: a horse's hoof. (laughs) (laughs) What's he doing? (laughs) Boxing a horse. <laughs>
2: uh, so my
0: uh,
1: my yeah, old said, uh, <laughs> he,
2: there wasn't much else out there in the
1: Aboriginal community of Burunga. So he,
2: you got to work for right. what
1: you've got, horse. Old my,
2: uh, my old man, old Jeffrey, old Jeffrey friend, used to get called Cadell from time to time, but have look a so there you go. It, that that is a massive doppelganger. Yeah, <laughs> all right, horse uh, fifty. But that was well done. Well, very well. That you would have won the uh, the the speech award or something, whatever you call it. The debate, whatever it is at school. But anyway. Yep. Um, over you, horse. Are you ready? You tell me when. Set. Okay. Three, two, one. You're off.
0: So first of all, thanks, Friendy, for handing me the easier argument this time around. Would the green machine be a better cyclist than Cadell, a boxer? <laughs> for sure he would. Point one. We all ride bikes. Heck, we all ride from an early age. But do we learn how to box? No, clearly we don't. We're boxing horses. And if so, do you first pop on the gloves at the age of four? No, but we do all get training wheels and we are first spinning those pedals right at the early age of four. So Danny, he's actually been riding a bike all his life. And before he was a champion boxer, he was a champion kickboxer. You know, you have power in your legs if you are going to be a kickboxer. Do you need stamina to box? Yes, you do. Obviously, you need to train to be a long distance cyclist. But you can do that so much easier than boxing, where you either have the ability to punch or you don't. Sorry, Cadell, unless they let you take a bike in the ring and put the whole ring on an incline, it's pretty obvious the green machine is a TKO in this cross-code combat.
2: Boom. (laughs) 53.5 seconds. Guys, you were not listening to that on on times 1.5. You were just listening to Speedy Gonzalez, Danny Green. Absolutely.
1: (laughs) Well, I'll tell you what, horse... um, I don't, uh, we all start out our training wheels when we're four, but Cadell, uh, mate, he was starting when he was seven years old, don't you Yeah, well,
2: I, I'm the umpire here, Ford, and you've had your minutes, so um, I'll have my time now, and uh, so well done, fellas, for uh, putting together your um, bits of information, your fun bits.
0: Uh... Yep, so we lost it there for a good minute before Friendy had another go at what he was trying to say.
2: Well, guys, you guys have uh, put in a gallant effort, and uh, I'm now is my time to throw in my final rule change of of the oh, night you because can't, we've gone, right?
1: Just, just call
2: just call me the AFL. I'm gonna change the Mate, rule whenever you like it. You All can't right?
0: change the rule after and, the actual and, and, event. Can, can and I hit. just put and, this out here as well? <laughs> At the age of seven, Cadell was hit in the head by a horse and spent seven days in an induced Hang coma. on, wait. what is this? Uh, the What's argument this? is finished. Hang on. Well, if you're putting lies out no, there, no, 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 no. you're putting <laughs> lies out
1: there, Paul. He got hit in the head by a horse, okay? So let's. <laughs> the argument is complete. Well, well, you said he, on, boxed guys, yeah, look, guys, he boxed a horse. Yeah, he boxed, he got guys, hit. Guys, it's open guys. to interpretation.
2: Guys, I'm still here, all right? Sorry. Now, <laughs> here's, here's, like a... here's what's going to happen for the rule change you guys, oh are, you guys are not going to find out who won this debate right now. I'm sorry Whoa. to say, now I've got in my Whoa. mind who I think is going to win, but I am taking it to Whoa. the listeners, to oh. the people, hey, 40. Taking taking it to, the people. It to
0: the streets. we've never done hey, this before, we're no, taking it to I'm the un- people. I don't... No, that's just been beeped out, 40, you know what it is, you know what it is, it's soft, it's soft, he doesn't, <laughs> that's, that's okay, no, you know, okay. he this is his okay. first
1: time. Your first time in the judge's chair and you still can't make a decision. Exactly. We, we've both
0: had to make tough decisions multiple times. No, and, Freddie, you're shirking it
2: and you're turning no, it into I'm, a popularity contest. I have listened to the people and they want to make up their minds. I don't want to influence. Their, I'm a very influential person here, horse. I don't want to make up their minds for them. I want them to have their say.
1: That sounds very wishy-washy, Freddie. As you know, as a referee, you've got to make split. Yep. Quick decisions and uh, no, here's your, what you're uh, irking from the uh, the crux of the issue. A hundred
0: percent, he is 40. We both had to put ourselves on the line. We can put, put <laughs> yourself on the line, mate, and then we throw it out to the listeners and say, Did you get it right? That's how it works. Don't go just like, Oh, no, so I'm just put it out to the listeners. So, what
2: you're saying is, one of you is want to go home heartbroken tonight. Is that what you're telling me?
0: Correct, Freddy.
1: You are the judge, and um, I suppose it does come to you at the end of the day. To decide what is the outcome of this decision. So I,
0: I, I don't know, mate, this is, <laughs> this is, this is the court of cross code.
2: Just call me the Gabba.
0: I was, I'm just going to say in no <laughs> other court of law, do, does the judge go at the end of the day, I've heard both your arguments, <laughs> but I'm going to put it up on Instagram. Did this person murder? <laughs> are they guilty? All right, all right. You guys win. Maybe, maybe guys they're win. putting
2: it to maybe put it to the jury. You guys win. Okay. So here's how we're gonna do this one. Um You gonna flip a coin? No, there was it was fifty eight seconds. Are
1: how, we picking a number? What number No,
2: fifty eight seconds to fifty four seconds uh in favour of Ford, who was close to the one minute. So there's a point to Ford, okay? Oh Yeah. <laughs> <Now, now, laughs> however, however, however. <laughs> apparently, <laughs> apparently, apparently, forty forty has told us some fibs. <laughs> no, 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 no. Hey, whoa, 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 whoa. No, fibs. Right, Okay, I'm gonna have to. There's no to fibs check here. That. Look,
0: Cat is gonna to... Now, here's no, how. No, the, no, no, no. Here's how the law works. Forty, you had you you actually specifically <laughs> said he boxed a horse. In in the law, you could say he was hit in the head by a horse. <laughs> And Correct. I can only assume that's because he was boxing a horse. Correct. But you came out and you said he was boxing a horse. So in yes. doing so, you actually did tell a lie because you're, you need to say I believe he boxed a horse. I'm sorry. This is okay. So, is the, of the law. so is I so because I didn't works. use the one word allegedly.
1: Can I say who I you thought? You're discounting you? my whole argument now.
0: Well, actually, you can't even use the word allegedly because you're the only one who's alleging it.
1: When have we ever in CrossCode Combat like <laughs> unpacked the argument in this way? Now, this, this again List this is... Listeners, how good is this right well, now? This is ridiculous.
0: The other ridiculous. thing is we've, we've never had Freddy take control and say he's going to throw <laughs> it out to the judges. I'm we've never not been told horse, since the first one. I'm, I'm going on timer. strike.
2: I'm horse, trying to now, I'm I'm Freddy. Trying, Freddy. I'm trying now <laughs> give you my verdict. I'm trying to now give you who I think won that, that debate.
1: It's take you forever. Oh,
2: okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here it is. Here it is. Here it is. I I think I think um, there was one person that probably uh, felt like they were going to run out of ran out of a bit of time um, so they, they sped themselves up a little bit and I think for the first time ever this other person came in prepared for a change and um, actually delivered something that I thought was quite uh, informative now it is a bit if about who uh, wh- where this information's come from <laughs> oh, however no. I think I think that is the best 40s done so I've got to give it to 40 tonight oh, listeners I don't know what you, you think. I <laughs> am Woo! so salty
0: I've been oh, robbed. I've been robbed by hey, Friendy when I had the better argument, and everyone admitted it after. Well, hey, see, no need to be Nick Nurse and be. <laughs> and uh, this time around, him, here's, what here's what I should have said. Here's oh, what I should have said. Flipping, well, Danny Green rode a bike around Australia when he was three years old. Of course yeah. he could. Oh well, well, I read that he went around Australia. Okay. I'm assuming he was on a bike when don't he. Worry, no don't worry, mate. Don't worry, Robbie. Robbie Can Spice will back you right in. Now. Don't
2: worry about it, Horse. Robbie Spice will back you in. That's okay. Yeah. We'll yeah. take it to the listeners. <laughs>
1: well, look. You know, I, I'm just gonna be gracious and, and look uh, at credit in credit's Winning due, and, again. Uh, winning again. That uh, look, unfortunately we are we can't all be winners, but And um, that takes us know, to the end of Cross Combat. Do, <laughs> Thank crack. you for
2: joining us
0: tonight. <laughs> Team effort. Well done, Horse. Good on you. okay so here we are we are at the end of another episode and as usual we would like to remind you of the following our email podcast for the common man at gmail.com those emails are just keeping us up day and night we are getting so much communication from you all we love it please keep it coming through and of course we've got our instagram at the common man dot podcast what don't we forget
2: the old dotty No, no
0: dot don't forget the dot now, before we go, guys, one last chance to change your AFL premiership prediction from the start of the season. Forty. I'm throwing to you. Who have you got? I'm going a big
1: home. Uh, Geelong is going to be the premiership winners this year. Even though they slipped up against Richmond, I think they'll. Uh, I'd rather that now rather than the first week of finals. So that's
0: my big thoughts. I didn't want to do that, but no, love it, it's Frendy. justified. Friendly, what about yeah, you? Look,
2: don't sleep on the Tigers. I think uh, they're the underdogs at the moment, but don't sleep. <laughs> underdogs? <laughs> I, I don't, I don't are the favourites. <laughs> that was the, I, I don't think. I don't think anyone's getting close to Richmond. They look too good at the moment.
0: Yeah, I'm going to have to agree with you there as well. For mine, Richmond annoyingly are looking at back to back. Well, thanks for joining us, guys. We will catch you very soon. Bye bye for now. Au revoir. Toodles. Fact
1: check. I, actually did. <laughs> I fact checked that 15 minutes ago. Oh
2: my God, on this Wikipedia. Is what,
0: this, is, this is what. Yes, crit- correct. This A reliable crit- source. <laughs>